Hey everyone, this is Thea, and I want to welcome you to the corner of here and now, where we talk about real life, recovery, success, spirituality, and anything else that might come up right here, right now. Hold on to your seat, because we're in for a ride. to the corner of here and now episode 2.52 53 in a row holy shit congratulations we made it 53 yeah we have an audience today (laughs) crazy new year's day i just can't believe uh we made it through 2020 and through these 53 episodes I'm glad to have people here with me today. I'm proud of you. Thank Very you. proud of you. That was a huge commitment. I can't believe that you did it. That would be such a difficult thing for anybody to stick with. I mean, sticking with something simple like we talked about last time. I was on here. Mm-hmm. So I'm really proud of you. Happy New Year. Thank and you. 56th episode. 53rd. 53rd, 53rd episode. episode. Should we start over? Sure. <laughs> you know, let it roll. Let it roll. Oh my gosh. No, I can't. So I think it's actually cool that we're here um, doing this because before we get into whatever we end up talking about, um, you know, I think that it's cool that I get to get on here and actually publicly. Uh, affirm you um because that's a big fucking deal like you um I've listened to all of them up until now well I didn't listen to yesterday's but um whenever you first said that you were gonna do it it was like holy shit like if she I got excited because it was like if she actually like does this that's like gonna be a huge win um you know and so knowing that like you fucking did it you know and that's a really huge win so i'm super super proud of you um so yeah that's it happy new year everybody yeah. do you want to say something <laughs> she probably doesn't want to say anything no okay <laughs> okay so the topic today is ways and means ways and means to get more hmm, hmm. And the fact that, I mean, I did everything I could to get what I wanted. I found all the ways and means to get what I wanted when I was using. And um, even at times being, when I've been clean, I've if I wanted something, I took physics three times. Because I had to have physics to do whatever I wanted. So I've always been pretty willing to do whatever it takes to find the ways and means to to get stuff done. Um, and so I think that's an interesting topic, especially moving into the new year, not as like a weird new year's resolution or whatever, but it could be, um, however you want to look at that, but also moving in 
to the unknown even more because our lives are turned upside down in so many ways. And I think if we can take that same energy that we use, those ways and means to get what we wanted and turn it into something positive so we can not always using it for the dark the dark side, right? Like use it for good. <laughs> um, we can accomplish a lot of things. And I think we forget that how smart we really are and how much ingenuity it took to do the things we did and get the things we wanted and we were willing to go to any length to, you know, to use. What lengths are we willing to go to? How uncomfortable are we willing to get to accomplish the goals that we want to accomplish and to stay clean? I think it's interesting when we get clean how we become such weenies oh, I can't do that, you know, it's hot out, it's cold out, it's this, it's too hard, I don't want to be uncomfortable. I was, I, I was very uncomfortable doing some of those things I did to get the things that I wanted. Um, but something happens to us, we get soft, I don't, I don't know, what, however you want to think about that, but um, for whatever reason, yesterday that ways and means thing popped in my head and I was like, ooh, that's a cool thing to reframe that conversation and have a, a different type of conversation around it. And again, you know, um, moving into the new year, uh, new territory. I mean, I don't want to get into a, you know, political COVID conversation, but these are things. And we're going to have to navigate a lot of new things moving into this new year and what our new lifestyles are and stuff like that and especially trying to stay clean and 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 that so i thought that'd be a cool thing to throw out on the floor and see what everyone has to say about that whoever wants to jump in does anybody want to jump in yes okay go <laughs> no it, i was thinking about uh my sponsor always tells me you know get comfortable being uncomfortable and i was uh giggling to myself uh, thinking like, well, what if my dealer had told me that, Daniel? Get un get comfortable being uncomfortable. Like that would have been really weird because I, I wouldn't know what that meant really. But um, but that was the the truth. I did a lot of things that are very uncomfortable that went way outside the norm for me. How outside how I was raised, outside of my integrity, outside of very uncomfortable stuff, and to find ways and means to get more. And and it is man, it's it's get cleaning. It makes me wonder if there are aspects of of the dark side or the disease that are more powerful sometimes than my recovery because um i i you know it's the little stuff well i ask people to go and and uh get phone numbers from people just start building a support network surround yourself with positive people and you know that whole thing you talk about you know you're like the five people you spend the most time with and and okay broaden that get some really awesome people as those five people and and uh people clam up and are just so scared and i can't tell you how many people have uh probably had uh Leanne's number over time and said, man, call her like she'd love to help you out. And, oh, well, I'm so scared. And I'm like, that's really, really, you're scared to call a really sweet lady that wants to help you. But if this were the other way around, like you'd be all about it. You'd show up at three in the morning banging on the door. So. No, I think it's 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 crazy. The my I've been talking a bit about it this week already and and so it was kind of funny that you brought it up today but um i was talking to a young person the other day and this young person at 17 has already experienced um 
you know, being a prostitute, um, getting into all some very heavy, dark parts of the drug world and just all of that stuff and trying to get clean. And I was begging this this young lady the other day. I was just like, oh, my God, like, if, if you could just take a little bit of that energy. I mean, do you realize how amazing you are? I mean, the skills that that takes, the intelligence, to the survival, are you kidding me? I'm, I'm absolutely in admiration of you. I mean, it's incredible. If you take that a little bit and put it toward something else, hell, you could rule the damn world. Um, and, and you see it all the time. You know, I'll see uh, guys that, are, that come in, and, and they're maybe more, some people are more addicted to the lifestyle, and they're good at the, the doing illegal stuff, selling drugs, doing stuff like that. And it's like you could run a Fortune 50 company. Like the, the things that you're doing are so much more difficult. Um, the stress, all of that stuff, and yet you get, get clean and, and all of a sudden or, or want to change directions in life and all that goes by the wayside. And it's So there's just terrible amount of potential, I think, in literally every person that survives long enough to get to a point where, uh, for change in their life, whether they find it in, in the rooms of, of recovery or wherever. You know, it's I, I thought about it for a while the other day. It was like every single person that I come in contact with is so incredibly talented. Even the ones I had to think about a few, I was like, no, that person sucks. There's no, uh, and I had to think about it for a little bit. And it was like, no, they're pretty badass. Actually, there, there's a lot of talent there. Um, it, some, some it's more evident than others maybe, but I think it's all there, all this untapped potential. Um, so I think it's really exciting to flip that around. That's a great excerpt to bring out and frame it that way. So I think it's a cool topic. Um, yeah, I do. I think, um, oh, were you about to go, Leanne? Oh, um, I think for me, you know, in talking about, um, the lengths that we were willing to go to and, you know, picking up the phone and getting uncomfortable and calling somebody, um, and thinking about ways and means to get more, um, you know, whenever I was out there, a lot of my ways and means was through relying on other people, um, you know, because at the time, like, I got, you know, I got clean at 20, um, so I wasn't legally able to drink, um, you know, dealers weren't too fond of giving, you know, a teenager drugs or anything, so I had to work my way around of manipulating people or convincing people to go and do things for me um, in order to get what I needed, right? And that was super uncomfortable. But then I come into the rooms and, you know, I'm willing to uh, lie to my family or uh, do those types of things whenever I'm out there using. But then whenever I get into the rooms, I'm scared of picking up the phone and calling somebody who's actually willing to help me, um, or actually going to help me get into the solution. Um, but then the other part of that too is, you know, being able to reframe that and look at it of, okay, that's a pretty silly way of looking at it. You know, I was willing to do all of this other stuff, um, finding ways and means to get more of something that was literally causing my destruction and me losing who I am. So flipping that around and utilizing and finding ways and means to get more, um, 
out of recovery, out of life, um, into, you know, new territory that I hadn't ever been through before and doing that, um, has been completely amazing, you know, and I know that we're not wanting to go too far into, you know, COVID land. Um, but you know, we were in a meeting last night, bringing in the new year with a meeting and, you know, people were talking about how 2020 went and, you know, some people were saying that it sucked and, you know, it was a crappy year and we're ready to leave it behind. But for me, um, I think that that finding ways and means is a perfect topic because that's what 2020 was for me was something completely unknown territory. And in my, and even having a circumstance that I never thought I would see being clean and having to find ways and means of, uh, changing up what my recovery looks like of, okay, meetings are shut down right now. So how am I going to access my recovery of that connection of being able to hear the message, getting on zoom, um, connecting with my sponsees, connecting with other people, um, having all of that time to go inward and look at myself and figure out what am I going to do with my time? Um, and how am I going to utilize this time to grow? And so it's been, a wonderful process of finding ways and means to get more, not just as far as staying clean, but finding ways and means to get more of learning about myself and sharing that with other people. Um, and so I didn't think that 2020 was a crappy year, you know, it's just, it showed me that I am capable of continuously finding ways and means of getting more out of my recovery than just staying the same and doing the same things over and over again. Um, I have way more opportunities to be of service and help other people, um, and more things to learn about myself than I thought I did, um, at the beginning of it. So I'm excited to be able to continue that with however this year goes, you know, that was a lesson that was taught to me that I'm not going to just throw away. So my thought that went through my head while y'all were discussing your issues and things and outlook, um, I instantly was drawn to a memory that I had of, and I use air quotation marks, I ran away to Oklahoma to buy my drugs. Ran away. I was willing to do that. That was the finding ways and means to get more, right? So if I fast forward now and I'm, you know, 31 years clean, and what am I willing to do to increase my spirituality, increase my um, connection with my higher power, increase my um, availability to my sponsees and and just the interaction and the service that goes into helping others, you know, I have to find different ways and means like, like Haley was saying, you know, the, um, of doing that because it, I think for me, what 2020 has done for me is, and I, I believe it probably did it for everybody in the world. It put us all kind of on the same, maybe not the same boat, but the same storm, like someone always likes to say, but you know, it threw everybody upside down. It's not just me. It's not just you. It's not just him. It's not just her. 
it's all of us, right? And we all had to cope with that. Whether you're in a program, not in a program, you had to find the ways and means to get food. You had to find the way, you know, like the whole thing. And so I've had to, you know, for me, it's been a journey inward. And what can Leanne do to, um, to grow through this and to face some of the things that I maybe haven't been willing to deal with because I was too busy, you know, um, and just, just learning more about how, how I can help others more because I believe that's, you know, our, my purpose is to reach out and help others and to be of service in what capacity that's what I'm trying to figure out. And I'm willing to go to pretty strong and far lengths to do that because, well, I'm not, I am willing, but I am scared, but that's okay because, um, you know, I want to bring, I want to be, um, someone who puts out, you know, love and light and, and, and brings joy to others. And, um, in order to be able to do that, I have to get out of my comfort zone because my comfort zone is like inside this 12 by 12 room or whatever it is <laughs> that we're in. You know, it's like, it's hard. It's hard. And I, and I have to go to different lengths and, and find the ways and means to be comfortable with the uncertainty and, and the uncomfortableness. Awesome. Good. Yay. Good. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. I was making a list while you guys were talking. Ways and means to get more. More what? More spiritual, more God, more school, if that's your thing. Better grades. How, figuring out how to study or, you know, get help that you need if that's your gig. Some kind of skills. If you need skills for a job, you have to figure out a way to get those skills so that you can become better at your job, support your family, make money. Instead of sitting around and, and, oh, I can't do this or I can't do that, I would have found ways and means to go get X, Y, Z. I need to figure out ways and means to support my family. And, again, just moving that energy into a different lane, into a different vein. Um, step work. I don't have time. I don't have this. I don't have that. Bullshit. We got time. You got time. Mm. How much? You know, every Sunday my phone pops up and tells me how many hours a day I spend on it. You guys have that on your phone, on my iPhone? It, on Sunday it pops up and says, your average weekly screen, daily screen time this week is, it's like three and a half to four hours. And I'm like, oh, shit. That's a lot of, that's a lot of time. Now, if I'm riding in the car and I have a book on my audible going it counts that i think so yeah. it's some of the some of the it's a little bit you know skewed but still like that's a lot of time um you know i could be doing other things you know i could be going to the gym or doing step work or some sort of solution that i need to find for something more writing <clears throat> i can get more out of life like someone said i can have time to and to continue seeking you know, so there's all these things that we can plug into that time. There's always, there's ways and means to accomplish those goals. Mm -hmm. um, and it's interesting. I was very rarely scared to walk into a new dope dealer's place. I mean, there's always scary. You know, you're scared or whatever. But, you know, 
to make changes in life today, it's so scary sometimes. I'm like, I used to go to some of the scariest, grossest places, and now I can't make these changes. I'm like, this is so weird. It's such an odd thing to me, especially today with some of the stuff that I have going on that I get, you know, I'm just paralyzed by it sometimes. And if you just said, hey, Thea, there's a new dope dealer down the road, and da, 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 I would have been like, yeah, let's go knock on his door. I would have been the first one. Do you think it's because we don't have something to numb us out? Yes, I think there's a piece of that is the numbing out, and I think um, a, the prize at the end is different. I think that it's an instant gratification versus a delayed gratification. I think that comes into play. Um, I think there's a lot of things that come into play. I don't even know what they all are, but it's it's a really interesting, again, um, conversation. And sales, you were talking about sales earlier. Like you were, you know, oh, I did this, I did that. That's all fucking sales, right? Like that's, that's you're selling something. When I'm man man manipulating to get what I want and I'm doing all these things, that's sales. And then you hear people say, well, oh, I don't do sales. I'm not good at sales. Bullshit. <laughs> when you really wanted something, or I really wanted something, I fucking sold that shit, right? Like, I, I got what I wanted, and now I don't want to sell, you know, air quotes again, right? Like, again, it's a really interesting conversation when you when you reframe it and you go, oh, wait a second, because now it opens up a whole new a whole new light on how things can be done and maybe, I don't want to say should, but you know what I mean, I, I, what my skill base is even. It's like, oh, I do have that skill. <laughs> like, I just need to use it for good, you know. Um, but Yoda and all them tell Anakin that the dark side is very strong. Anger and resentment will take you and fear will take you way quicker than love and light and gratitude. Like, mm -hmm. it's very enticing on that side of the force. I mean, that's just, it. you know, it's a big deal. <laughs> well, I think, you know, when Leanne answered the, or asked the question, you know, is it, do you think it's because we're not numbing ourselves out? Like, you know, yes, I think that's part of it, but obviously there's other ways that I can numb today without just using drugs. So, you know, I don't necessarily think that's the case, but what popped into my head is that um, it's because the other side of that versus how I found ways and means to get more when I was using is, you know, the instant gratification versus the delayed gratification. The delayed gratification is actually more real. The instant gratification is the things that are constantly fleeting from me that I have to consistently uh, continue chasing over and over and over again in order to get that same um, thinking that I'm getting that same effect. Whereas whenever I actually put the work in, whenever I actually continuously find ways and means to get more of the things that may bring that delayed gratification, those are the things that actually stick, though. Um, you know, the delayed gratification of having peace within myself, the delayed gratification of actually consistently keeping promises to myself, like, that builds up self-trust. That's not something that's just going to all, all of a sudden go away in an instant if I'm consistently working at it. But 
it's uh but then those other things you know even anger resentment um those seductive parts of that dark side um those are even fleeting to where, you know, I'm pissed off at this thing, but then I can sit and I can hold on to that for a while. Um, but then it still leaves me in a place to where I'm seeking, I'm seeking more. Right. Um, and so then I start looking for more things to get pissed off at or, um, start finding more things to have, you know, justifiable anger pile on more resentments. Um, and that can, and I think that's the seductive part of it is is that instant gratification of uh, getting that hit right here, right now, rather than going in the different direction of consistently chipping away at something and reaching that point of the delayed gratification um, and actually having something worthwhile that's not just going to go away. Um, yeah, I I like that. I think that human beings in general it's always neat to look at that throughout all of known history people chase comfort all the time that's what what we do people chase and do anything to get comfortable and um whether it's like the physical dependency on something or emotional dependency on whatever we're comfort chasers and then i think about i was thinking about in relation to that like the the podcast that we did right in the onset of the pandemic um i thought it was pretty forward thinking and cutting edge at the time that we did it at that time and <laughs> but what we were somewhat we're still in it yeah, well yes um it bef it was you know before things came the way they did but we're like oh it's kind of looking like this and <clears throat> and in that one talking about the opportunities and i think i had mentioned that tom broke all book the greatest generation and I, I like to think back on how other people in history have handled situations world war ii great depression um and and, and all the other like hardships and and we had said in that one like it was an opportunity for growth and and um and so that kind of framed things for me personally in the beginning of, of trying to look at it with that perspective this whole time and um and so again like chasing comfort has never gotten anybody the best out of anybody well at least me for sure and whereas like all that adversity and and the uncomfortability that we were talking about in the the change that the world forces upon you sometimes life on life's terms it it's going to happen um so i think sometimes can bring out best in everybody and so it's it's again do i want to look at it as a victim or do i want to look at it as a solution um and i think this has been an incredible year and i'm and and again I've, i'm somewhat pessimistic just my little history brain says that 2021 might have some uh challenges that are far greater than uh than this little taster's choice maybe we got in in 2020 don't know but even if that is the case i'm going to look at it as how can this just like other generations that have gone through some very incredible things um and come out with gratitude and come out stronger how is it going to make me that way right do i want to chase comfort or do i want to chase growth very different things for for me Ent entitlement is what i was thinking about when you started sharing i think there's a level of entitlement of in a lot of areas i know i feel it at times i'm not uh, this isn't me throwing it onto anybody else even even just from for myself there's a level of entitlement at times um and we're, none of us are entitled to anything obviously um but i you know i 
maybe it's being American, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. I don't what whatever being a gen, a gen Xer, <laughs> you know. But um, but there is a level of that, and I think when all of this kind of came along, uh, there was some of that in in all of us, like in the American people, and all, some different things like that. Oh, we won't be like those countries or whatever, and it's like oh well, lo and behold, we're we are and so you get into a lot of that as well and then it does roll over into all these other areas um and i just know like for me going back to meetings has been amazing and i i you know share about it every time i go to a meeting but it's like i took meetings for granted i took i outright i'll be super honest about it i took live meetings for granted even, we've had them ever since I got clean. A lot of them. We could get to them easy, blah, blah, blah. Um, but when they were yanked out from under me, I was like, oh, this kind of, this changes things a little bit. <clears throat> so there, for me, there was definitely some of that in there as well. But that opportunity to, you know, shine the light on ourselves, you know, and I used to love to tell the uni- uni- the universe, if you could just give me a couple weeks, I could get some shit figured out. Well, the fucking universe gave me like a fucking year practically, and I'm still sitting here going, what the fuck, right? Like, <laughs> like so I didn't really need the couple weeks. Like, there was something else going on. But the fact that I can even say that is a big deal. Like, oh, wait a second, there's something else going on here. Um, and like we said in the beginning, you know, this, this situation shines a light on whatever cracks you have, financial, spiritual, relationship, job, your home, whatever, whatever it is, like it's, you're going to see it loud and clear in a situation like this because, uh, you know, the, we're all in the house together or whatever your situation is. So wherever the cracks are in your life, a situation like a situation like this is going to show them. Just like when we go to re- re- rehab or we're new in re- recovery or whatever the deal is, wherever the cracks are, the light's going to be like, oh, there it is. That, that's what you need to That's what you need to do. And it, going back to the ways and means, am I, am I going to be willing to do that? Am I going to be willing to do the things I need to do to maybe not even fill the cracks, but uh, allow the light to come in so I can work on it or uh, however you want to phrase that. It's not, sometimes I don't even think in that situation, it's about filling the cracks. It's about using them to our advantage, like you said. And I think that is a big deal and using our skills. If I look at what I was good at out on the street, I can go, Hmm, how can those skills transfer <laughs> into, into real life? You know, and how can I use that to my ad- advantage? And and am I willing to? And can I? And there's always a legal way to do things, as well as there's an illegal way to do things. So, um, you know, we can we can do that. And like you said, we're very smart, um, in, ingenious people. And um, where there's a will, there's a there's a way, for sure. Did you want to say anything else? Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? Bueller? I've got a couple more questions, so we'll go. Are you ready? Okay, so one thing from 2020. Just one one thing. One nugget, one thing. Doesn't have to be, you know, awe-inspiring. It could just maybe be something you saw or did or felt or whatever from from 2020. 
Would you care to share? Yeah, sure. I feel um, years ago when I first went to uh, my first time in a CrossFit gym, and we did the warm-up. And I was blown away when I was like, that wasn't the workout? Really? That's that's a warm-up. Oh, well, I can't do it. You know, there's no way I'm going to get through that. And then I looked at it, and it was one of the girls. And I was like, what? No way. And And then I did. And I was like, oh, my God, I could do so much more than I thought I could do. And I think in this, it's, um, I don't know, it's, it's um, shown me that I can... It's put in practice a lot of things that we theorize and talk about, you know, of applying spiritual principles and changing perception and perspective on things. And it's like, well, I, I feel like uh, throughout the year it was it was awesome to actually put some of that in practice and maintain um, a pretty good semblance of, of serenity on my part in spite of all that stuff. It really, I, I hate saying it, I mean, but it really hadn't faced me a ton now my job hadn't changed a bunch and there's been some factors that uh but i think in general it's like something that Haley will talk about a lot i I think it's been keeping it real simple and bringing it back down into what is the program has taught me of what what's my purpose uh because man i've got people around me that are so fired up politically so fired up on all these different fronts it's all going to hell in a handbasket and i'm like but that's all it just is it's taught me to be like it just is my job here is to simply love somebody as much as i can love myself as much as i can bring light in my little immediate circle and that's it and i'm not going to give my serenity to all this other crazy stuff that's going on because i mean half the conspiracy theories i probably believe that shit but it still doesn't matter i don't really care because it's really not going to change anything um, it's like I, people uh, growing up in, in church, they get so uh, so mad because, oh, well, was the universe created or the earth created in seven literal days or was it ages or general periods of time between on the translation? Who cares? Doesn't matter. It's like the, in, the, in the one book it says, um, how did we become addicts? Um, well, we don't care. It doesn't matter. Whatever else is going on out there in this big picture, doesn't really matter. I'll just focus back in on my job is just to love myself as much as I can and other people. And, and that's pretty cool. So that's my little nugget for the year. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a 10-piece McNugget. Um, no, I'm thinking and, um, you know, what popped into my head, um, was resilience, um, you know, but I think, I don't know, I don't know if capable is necessarily the right word, um, but I guess for lack of a better word, you know, 2020 has taught me that I um, am so much more capable than I thought I was um, to be resilient. And also that I, um, I don't know, like I definitely had my ups and downs and I wasn't, you know, 100% super positive throughout the entire year um, and had like a little downward uh slump but at the same time I think that it showed me um 
it kind of put things into perspective of like I've done a lot more work um, than I give myself credit for. Like I've actually been putting these things into practice um, that uh, that actually work, you know, to keep me uh, serene and at peace with whatever is going on um, in certain areas. But then, like you said, it showed me where... Um, where I haven't necessarily been applying that, you know, so I kind of got that balance of, you know, what the, uh, what some of the literature talks about of like, as far as my spirituality goes, like I'm not as good as I thought that I was in certain areas, but I'm also not as, but the areas where I thought like, oh, I'm not, no, I've still got so much work that I need to do in this area. You know, I was able to see like, holy shit, like, I've actually grown a lot um, in areas, you know, and kind of, it was kind of like a year of purging for me, of getting rid of those, um, some of those beliefs that I've been carrying around ever since I first walked in the rooms um, that weren't necessarily true anymore, um, you know, because I have put in work, I have, um actually put things into practice and not just talked about them. And so being able to actually sit with myself and be in that showed me that balance of, okay, yeah, no, you have actually, um, you have actually like implemented this stuff. You're not, you're not full of shit, Haley, you know? Um, and then show, shine the light in other areas of like, okay, you've done a really good job applying it in this area. So now, um, you are resilient, you are capable. So now let's bring in these other areas too. Well, (laughs) deep subject. Um, I guess for me, you know, when this first, the pandemic first became a thing, um, my initial reaction was paranoia and panic, literally. And, I mean, you know, you live with me, so you know how I did. Um, But I think what it's ultimately shown me about myself is, I'll just piggyback on the resilience thing a little bit, but also... um, I guess it made me sort of shine the light just on Leanne in general and finding out where where are the cracks and the wrinkles in, in my own spiritual life, my program, you know, and really being willing to look at that stuff and finally, um, you know, take a look at the the limiting beliefs that I have that I've carried around since I've been a child um that I swore at the after the Tony Robbins thing you know I wasn't gonna do that stuff you know like but yet there they were still right behind me beside me um and 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 I've seen some growth in just a little bit but some growth in being able to finally stop believing those things you know and and it, it, they come they come and go um but i see them more clearly now and i can say oh yeah i see you you know and and um 
and I feel more spiritually charged this past year than I think I've ever felt in in a long time, in a long time. Um, You know, I I think I put more time into the whole um, prayer and meditation thing and um, really going inward with that and, and trying to connect with my higher power. And I think that that has shine the light on, you know, how much I really wasn't doing. And, you know, I feel so much better when I do. So, um, yeah, it's, it, I don't, I don't think it was a bad year. I really don't. I, I, of course I try to not look at things as good or bad, you know, they're just experiences and what am I going to do with it and how can I learn and grow from whatever it is. And I think, um, for me, that's kind of, (laughs) <laughs> that's been my takeaway for 2020. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What's yours? Mine? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, you gotta go. <laughs> oh, I gotta go now. Um, yeah, I realized how much I take stuff for granted. That's been a big one for me. And um, again, the cracks. I've saw where the cracks really really were that whole thing about okay universe just give me a couple weeks and then having it and I went oh shit there's more going on here Mm -hmm. it was uh you know like a still on the surface but underneath it was like (laughs) all this turbulence you know um so yeah so working that out and dealing with those fears is basically what it comes down to. It's just some really heavy fears mm-hmm. and how to move through them. And, um, yeah, I don't think it was a bad year. It was a very enlightening year mm-hmm. for me on some not comfortable enlightening at all. Not like, uh, you know, rainbows and unicorns and cup cupcakes. It wasn't that. Um, but that's okay because I feel like I can take take it and I can move forward and I kind of know what I'm up against so to speak so that that feels good in a weird in a weird way um and I've come we've come through stuff before so um yeah I feel like there's something really awesome out there waiting for it I just got to slog through the swamp to get to it and um the faster I do that the better off I'll be I can't put some things off anymore um so one more thing real quick and I'll start this one. Not necessarily a New Year's resolution. I don't we don't want to go down that route, but one thing that maybe you'd like to do a little more of or implement more in your life. And I'll start it off. I want to see more sunrises. Hmm. Something simple. You know, we live right here. The sunrises are awesome and sometimes I'll I'll wake up and I'll be awake in time to see the sunrise and I don't go. And it's like, no, I, I want to go. I want to get up and I want to go see that stuff. And it's such a great way to start the day. For me, it's a, a better way to start the day and it gets me out of bed. It's better than an alarm clock in some ways. Like it, to know that that's happening right down the street and get up and go down there for me is such a, a cool thing. So that's just, uh, it's not like a specific goal or I'm going to see 52 sunrises this year, but <laughs> I just want to, I, I want to, see more of them and 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 pay more attention so that's kind of what i'm thinking go how many nuggets did you order this time 
<laughs> no, uh, simply, um, recently, it's it, I don't know, it's just been made aware where I'm at in, in a couple areas of my life that uh, there's a lot of levels of like being able to feel that um, I I'm just don't do. I've, there's a lot of layers of um, belief systems that I have that go way back that I'm not even aware that I have. It's like all those millions of things that uh, you don't even know you have a problem with it until you know it. And so this year I really want to uh, grow as a man um, and being able to feel things and, and open up. I've got a lot of walls left um, that I didn't even know I had until recently, you know, and I guess I got to a certain point and then more will be revealed. And, and it was, so I want to do, do work and, and, uh, love myself enough to do that uncomfortable work that I've not been in a place to be able to do before. Cause I wasn't even aware of it. Um, and I think it would be a very loving and caring thing to me. There was, I read a quote this morning and it was cool because I turned 40 this year and, um, and it was like, uh, I forget who it even was, but it had said, uh, I spent the second half of my life undoing the stuff that I had done to myself the first half of my life. And it was in reference to opening to the heart. And I was like, well, that's perfect because mathematically I'm really exactly about half. And so, hey, this quote was for me. You know, I almost, I wanted it to line up to like the day that I read it today would be like a perfect halfway. Um, anyway. That's just my little crazy, but um, that that's what I want out of this year. I would like to come back in a year and to uh, be a, a very much more emotionally present person and available and and in touch with instead of a lot of the little things that I do to run from it. So thank you for letting me share. What? <laughs> You're going to live past 80, by the way. Um... <laughs> um you know, I think for me, um, so loving bigger. So first of all, not playing small came into my head. Um, but because of the work that I've recently started doing um, here lately is like, okay, that's pretty fucking broad. Right. So what does that actually mean? Um, you know, and so I think for me, one of the things that I want to do um, to overcome that is like love bigger um, in the sense of it's really been gnawing at me and nagging me um, to do love letters ever since that episode of Dawn with Dawn, um, because it's I don't know this. uh this past year at the beginning, I had my first experience. I've lost people since I've been clean, right? Um, but I had my first experience of having a family member pass away um, and showing up for that. And so ever since then, um, and I got to show up in a really great way before that person passed away. You know, it was my grandpa on my dad's side and um, I got to see him in the hospital and he was agitated and I was able to uh, play Johnny Cash for him in the hospital room um, and calm him down whenever he was agitated. And that was the last time that I saw him, um, you know, but it kind of set, I was really glad that I got to do that, but it kind of set this tone of, um, 
I want to be able to show up. There's so many people in my life that um, I know know that I love them, but that I want to, uh, for myself and for them, actually express that more. Um, and so the love letters thing has really been um, getting at me. And that's a vulnerable thing to do, you know, Um and so in not playing small and actually allowing myself to be vulnerable and write those love letters um, and send them to the people and love bigger. I think for me, um, well, the first thing that popped in my head, you mentioned sunrises, and I, I, I personally would like to just, just get outside more whether it's morning, afternoon, evening, I don't care. I need to get outside more. Um, because I notice that when I do that for myself, I'm more there for others if, in a weird sort of way. Um, but that leads me to my second thing, which is, and this has gone through my mind over the years, um, usually around New Year's, but, um, and I never follow through with it. I don't even know if I say it out loud is I want to volunteer more. I want to be, I want to find something that I can go and be of service, not necessarily recovery related, but it can be. Um, but um, just, you know, just to help others. Um, I've always wanted to do that. So I think that I'm going to seek that out this year. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's it. That's the end. Holy cow. 53 episodes. 53 episodes. Woo! We'll be taking a little break for a while while <laughs> we figure out the next phase, phase three of uh, the corner of here and now and what happens. But thank you guys for joining me on this last episode. I was getting tired of hearing myself talk, sitting here talking to myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I hope people got something out of it. Um, if you guys have any ideas for the future, I would love to hear them. You can reach out at the corner of here and now at gmail.com. Some of you have, and I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, it's been fun. It's been like a working tent step, I think, is kind of what it uh, has felt like and kind of what it turned into. But it was, it was good. It was a win, 53 wins, Hell yeah! and then a big win on top of it. So, yeah, cool. All right, y'all, we will see you next time. Peace out. <laughs> All right, everyone, that's another episode of The Corner of Here and Now. Thank you for joining me. If you like what you're hearing, please share, comment, and or subscribe. Please know that the music used in this podcast is the one and only Kenny Cordray. The song is called Rojo that was generously donated by his family. Until the next time we meet on the corner of here and now, remember, we're all just walking each other home. Peace out.